psyched you out, didn't I? You can't go to Egypt. Not yet. I wish this day had come so fast. You see, I truly wanted your pain to last. <laughs> face up, face up, face down. Attack or defend. Face up, face down. This battle's to the end. Face up, face down. Stay on guard. Face up. What the fuck is up, Phyllis? And welcome to Pod of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kybercore. I'm Baby, a.k.a. Baby Kyber, a.k.a. Dan. I'm Max, a.k.a. Vor Raider. Mm. <laughs> I'm Argyle, a.k.a. Grandpa Mating Season. Ooh, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ow, ah. And with us today, we have a special guest. Hi, I'm Cassidy, a.k.a. the only card missing from Leon's deck, the goose that laid the gooey egg. <laughs> oh. We are one minute into the episode and I already want to die. I'm so ready. Troubling hey, content. All right, gang, I, I, I don't know if I, I feel like I asked this like, no, this isn't the wrap-up episode I asked. All right, but I'm going to ask it again, the same sort of format. Scale of one to ten, rate these two episodes, please. <laughs> um, like I can't three. even put a number on it. I'm, I, I'm just so conflicted. Yeah. Uh, I would give these uh four out of five. They were a lot to see. <laughs> Maybe three out of five, because I'm not sure if all of the things I saw were great. I'm like, I, I'm also gonna give it a three. But I'm also very, 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 very afraid to see three out like, of out of ten. Okay. But I'm, I'm I'm just I'm I'm seesawing between two and eight. Oh, so let's average that out to three. That's not how averages work. I'm a calc tutor. I think I know how math works, Argyle. I also tutored calc, and I, I that's not. <laughs> I look. I hate these episodes. Were so bad, y'all. I did not like these episodes one bit. Not one. They were kind of funny. <laughs> they were pretty terrible. I mean, there was some troubling imagery, but like other than that, it's fine. I mean, you but like the tr- the troubling imagery makes up a large proportion of these episodes. I mean, there's also the bad stuff about Grandpa. Yeah, that too. Oh, see, I mi- I missed Grandpa. <sighs> now, Cass, did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the dub. Okay. So, I mean, in the dub, it's fine. In the sub, it's probably wor- a lot worse. Oh, boy. Um, uh, let me... I can't wait to tell can you. Can we mention... Can we just say what episodes we watched? Actually watched I would like week? to do that. Yes, please. Uh, so, Max, why don't you go with the Japanese title first? Because those are more entertaining. You're right. Uh, episode 192, Rebecca versus Leon. Genius versus genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got... Uh, episode 8. Duel in a Small Town, Part 1. Just a small town duel. This town ain't big enough for the both of us, partner. I love my uh, dueling... uh... It's a very small town. Literally. Yeah. 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 I love my my, uh, dueling true crime podcast, uh, Small Town Duels. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know... It's a small town the size of a big town. 
<laughs> oh, okay. See, even before or we get a big into town the... the size of a small town is what I meant to say. Right. Even before we get into the reprehensible uh, sort of cards that Leon uses, we're already getting into GTS. So <laughs> great start. Great start. Global trade system? Yes, that's definitely what I meant. All right. So getting into it, getting into these these just absolutely rancid episodes, we get the final four <laughs> of the Kaibokorp Grand Prix, which is Zeke versus Barry Ginger and Rebecca versus Leon. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I think uh, Barry Ginger's the underdog. I think he's going to win it all. <laughs> Have we even seen him duel? We saw him beat um, the detective, I think. Maybe the other I magician. I don't remember that. I mean, look, n- now that Dr. Richard Goat, my favorite character of the entire show, is out of the running, <laughs> I really have to, like, rally my forces behind someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me check my notes. because I, I didn't take I, any notes. I'm depending on y'all. Ah, cool. I only took... I was in a hurry to finish the second episode because uh, we are, as of this recording, like, I was 20 minutes late. Uh... I mean, I was 15 minutes late, so we were all to blame. So, Cass and I hold the power, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took, like, two pages of notes. So. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, all right. I bring 110% to every show I'm on. Yeah. Except and, my own. <laughs> Argyle, Dan, and I are all bringing, like, a collective 20, so. <laughs> so, so after after we see the sort of tournament, um, like, standings, we get a scene of one of Kaiba's goons saying, like, we don't know a damn thing about this revolutionary girl Utena looking dude. <laughs> He's like the Joker in a sense. He's sort yeah, of twisted. So- does he? Do, do, <laughs> does he look like a man with a plan? <laughs> I, I think he, he does. Does. <laughs> um. So the 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 guy says, uh, Siegfried has been in like over fifty tournaments in just the last three years, and nobody knows anything about him. Uh, and also local politicians have been like recommending him for like the tournaments. Like that's how he gets into them despite having no reputation. Mm-hmm. So like, God, imagine getting into a tournament because Mr. Cuomo said you could. Yeah. It's so, well, so do they, does the wording like local politicians? Yeah. It's local politicians. So I guess it wouldn't be Barack Obama. Like I said in the chat, it would be like John McCain <laughs> would call you. Well, here's the thing. In, in in the sub, they say country officials, so it would be Barack Obama. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> it would be the resurrected well, courts of John McCain. You're, you're all a bit mistaken here because this this uh, show came out in the mid-2000s, so it would actually be uh, John George, McCain. Uh, it would George be, W. Bush. It would be George W. Bush. I have a very funny George W. Bush joke later on in the episode. Don't let me forget about it. Okay. Um just gonna tuck that away for later but yeah no we'll remind you yeah uh like for some reason we sort of see a a glimpse of the paper that the goon hands to kaiba and like kaiba singles out one guy and in the just a random guy you don't really get to see much but it says like buyer and mayor and i i guess oh that's more than we get yeah, yeah, I don't know what I, I mean. I know Bayern Munich's a soccer team. I don't know if Bayern means something else or if he's the mayor of Munich or what have you. I don't know. He's just some guy with a mustache. Yeah, but for some reason, Kaiba's like, yeah, you got to press this guy specifically for information. And I'm like, who is this? This isn't important. I don't need to see this. Uh, do you want to know what Kaiba says in the dub? Oh, I would love to, Dan. Uh, Kaiba says to press him further, and and if he still refuses to comment. 
I want you to make an offer he can't refuse. Oh so my Kaiba god. Is blackmailing these guys. Yeah, Kaiba's gonna mail these country officials a dead horse head. <laughs> I'm gonna cut a, I'm gonna cut your fucking kneecaps, kid. If you don't <laughs> No, he's gonna mail them like a bunch of dual monsters cards cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be more horrifying to Kaiba than to the the like German mayor. <laughs> well he would have he would have Eastern. The mayor of Germany. It. He would have Isono slash Roland do it. Yeah, he's having Roland go into uh, go to the, go to this guy's house with a pistol uh, uh, tucked away in his jacket pocket. Yeah, <laughs> Roland's probably killed people for Kaiba before. Wouldn't surprise probably. me. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, that's in Ka- that's in his job description. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's doing some Agent Forty Seven shit. He's making it look like an accident. Yeah, the only question in the interview was, are you ready to kill for me? And, and he said yes, and Kaiba said, welcome aboard. Um, so we cut over. We see Rebecca, who's like really happy after seeing that Joey lost, because she's like, wow, now Yugi can cheer for me. Hooray. And Oh, yeah, there's a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I forgot about all that stuff. God, the Fer- a duel on a Ferris wheel would be so cool. Too bad we didn't get to see it. <laughs> a lot of this season is like a cool stuff's happening, but I don't want to see it. Remember when in season zero there was a bomb threat on a Ferris wheel? Oh, that was one of the best episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you're saying uh, Rebecca did it? N- no, but uh, well, I'm saying I'm saying Rebecca did it. I'm saying that Siegfried hired that uh, bomb guy. Oh yeah, yeah, that the rat Bomberman. Siegfried. He hired Bomberman. <laughs> but, but specifically the gritty reboot Bomberman from the Xbox. Hell yeah. Uh, Bomberman X Zero. Yeah, he hired Bomberman X Zero to do bombs in Kaiba Corp land. So uh, the, the gang meets up with Professor Hawkins, uh, and they're like, yeah, we won. Joey is emasculated by losing to a guy with pink hair. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Sick. That's great. I miss that bit. Uh, uh, they, they talk to Professor Hawkins, and... Uh, Arthur's like his husband has vanished from the hospital. Yeah, uh, my husband is missing. Grandpa Solomon's gone. Uh, I was in the hospital and I left the room to go get a doctor, but I got distracted watching Rebecca's duel. And when I came back, <laughs> uh, Solomon was gone. And I just want to point out during the scene, the source of my nickname is uh, the the way Grandpa is just sitting on the bed. He's oh presen- yeah, he's presenting. Um, <laughs> Look, he always wanted to do it in a hospital. <laughs> something, something about those gowns just turns him on. Like face down, he, ass up. <laughs> wearing the gown so his ass is exposed. He blew his back out in multiple ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe Grandpa donated to the COVID-19 relief fund. <laughs> <laughs> he donated medical supplies. Oh, God. Um, so they're like, all right, we're going to go search for Grandpa. Rebecca is like looking forward to everyone showing up, but they don't. And she's all really sad and she, no one showed up. She made burgers and everything. And only, and only me shows up. <laughs> only, <laughs> only, only grandpa showed, showed up. Only grandpa shows up. <laughs> and, and he explains that there's an emergency. They're searching for grandpa. Um, and they're like walking through, uh, this crazy, noisy, tiny, bizarre town. And it's like, it's very, very cute. When she like walks over to Leon, she's like Gulliver. 
because he's just like asleep laying down. It's a very it's a very cute joke. I liked it. I almost chuckled. In the dub, she says, "This is this is the first time I've ever been tall in my whole life." Uh, <laughs> and she sees Leon. She's like, "Whoa, that guy's huge! That, that, <laughs> Big man he looks so realistic." And then it's just Leon. It's just Leon. So it's gonna bug me if I don't mention this. Yeah. But in the dub, Arthur Bass is on the news that Yugi is rooting for her, and she asks if that was his exact words. And <sighs> weird. I think yeah, that's weird. she's like she cares way too much about Yugi. I mean, like I know Women that and it, 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 that's basically her character, right? Which bums me out because she's like clearly a smart and competent duelist, but she's like, um, oh, Yugi, my darling, ah, yeah, move on. Yeah, I don't care. Damn, for her. heterosexuality strikes again. <laughs> I want to talk about like the the fact that Kaibaland has a model village in it. It's like it's, it's cute. Hot I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I was wondering about this. Why does this exist? It's so Kaiba can. Why not? Th- it's it's so Kaiba can throw tantrums and kick stuff around to make himself <laughs> think he's a kaiju. Exactly. He's going around to feel bigger. <laughs> it. I. There. I swear. There's like some comic or something about like big guys going to us to a very small town to feel bigger. <laughs> oh yeah, I I remember that. That's. I think that's like a uh, like a gif or. Like, like a video or something that went around one time. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, like, I think Disney World had, like, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids thing where you could walk around a big Whoa. blade of grass or whatever. So this is, like, the opposite of that. It's yeah. like, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. It's just that gif where the cat's on the counter, on the kitchen counter, and it's like, he likes to feel tall, but it's Kaiba. Yeah. <laughs> And like wait a the, minute, the wait thing a minute. Is, the thing is, Kaiba's already tall, so he just like wants to feel even taller. We If Kaiba's already it's tall... It's for Mokuba. It's for Mokuba! Oh my god, it is for <laughs> Mokuba, isn't it? It's for Moki. It's for oh, Moki. It's for little Moki. In this city, wanna... Mokuba can ride all the rides, even though he can already <laughs> ride all the rides in Kaiba Land. <laughs> oh, that's so oh. nice. I'm glad. I'm so happy for him. Um, So, they're like getting ready to start... big brother. Yeah. They're getting ready to start the duel, and they're, like, both sad. Rebecca doesn't have her friends cheering her on. Leon is like, yeah, my family's not here. Uh, this is so sad. Um, but my then, like, family's a- not here. Do you get it? Well, I mean, but they in the, sh- in the, in the sub, he actually says, my family's not here. So this is, like, the most cut-and-dry case of this, this, this person's family is actually not dead for once. They're just not here. Um... But then, like, a bunch of randos show up and start chewing them on because, like, they're, you know, they're in the quarterfinals, so they're getting a lot of um, attention. Hey. No, they're in the semifinals. Um, it's cool. It's like they're, like, being spurred on by just these random people who just want to see them have a fun duel. Yay. Yeah. And Arthur. Yeah, yeah well, who cares? I want to see Arthur. I do. Only Grandpa wants to see Arthur. Um. Oh, there's a non-blue-eyes-themed ride for once. Uh, yeah, the right. The is a giant red sea snake. It's an it's it's it's, it's it's based on the nasty snake from the end of season four. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we see we also see the flower clock from season zero. Yeah, I like the flower clock. They see the flower clock, and it's because when Mokubo was helping design the park, he knew that that brings you like the most happiness points in your town in Animal Crossing New Leaf. So he's like, <laughs> we gotta build it. Um, but then we get an intercom that pops on, like, while the gang is searching, and it says, an old man in overalls is at the front gate. <laughs> we have a lost guest. Please help. Yeah, like, uh, 
a, a grandpa has been separated from his loved ones. If you are looking for your grandpa, <laughs> go to the front gate, is what it says That's in the also, dub. I'm pr- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in the dub, at least. It's Vivian Wong's boy- voice actor doing it. Oh, oh no, I didn't even notice for that. Us. It's not for us. It's just like a regular voice. Or maybe it is Vivian Wong. I just don't know what it she sounds be like. because That might be incorrect, but I thought it was. I mean, even if it was, it's not like I care enough about her to know what her voice sounds like. So I wasn't paying yeah. that much attention. Yeah. Yeah, so they're at the so they go to the main gate and uh grandpa's not there, but there is a map. And Duke is like, This is an obvious trap. But yeah. We have to go into it anyway to find grandpa, so and whatever, everyone I guess. is so surprised by his brain logic. Yeah, it's like, no, it's not a trap. What do you talk about? It's a map to Chinatown. It's also like clearly like signposting in a major way it's like oh the back of this map is like panda print and it's like a map to chinatown i wonder who could have written this note they don't tell us where the map is too at least not in the oh uh, it's just labeled chinatown for whatever reason why does kaiba corp why, why does kaiba land have a chinatown i i mean i mean a couple of theme parks have chinatowns yeah it's like epcot yeah yeah that's true uh kaiba land was originally Based on Gozabru's plans for a weird artist city that uh, that uh, had that uh, they decided to make a theme park instead. It was based on Gozaburo's like dormitories for all his workers, so they oh live on his land and pay taxes to him. Oh no! It's like a coal mining town. Yeah, they've got uh, company scrip. That's yeah. how they pay all the of all the employees. <laughs> they got blue eyes they bucks. Cl- <laughs> uh what was i gonna uh, oh yeah so uh they start dueling uh leon's into some freak shit hey hey uh, this duel sucks get into that, before we get into that please yeah hit me. please siegfried is dueling the magician man and the, the mc calls them dapper dance the, yeah <laughs> they are dapper dance i, I guess good. I feel like Dapper is more applicable to Barry Ginger, the little, like, hair-slicked, fancy top hat magician boy. Siegfried is just, like, beautiful. He's beyond yeah. Dapper. He's he's on a different mm-hmm. level. He's a dandy. He's a he's a dandy. Yeah. So is Pegasus. Zeke, yeah. I, look, I, I hate Siegfried so much. He's just knockoff Pegasus. He's great value Pegasus. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting worked up. So... Like I said, this duel sucks. I hate it so much. I hate Leon. I never want to see this nasty brat again. So the the first card he plays is the Vor Wolf. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a wolf from Little Red Riding Hood, and what it does when it attacks and defeats uh, monsters, it swallows them whole. And it gets it gets yeah. fat afterwards. It gets all well, big and it fat. It doesn't defeat afterwards. the monster. It just swallows it and puts it out of play for a while. Yeah, it's it it uh, just becomes full and content and lays back and rubs its belly. It's, it's big, swollen, fat belly. I'm in hell. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, next thing I remember is like, uh, there's a uh, uh, one of like one of uh, Rebecca's monsters get like entangled in vines. Ah, yes, uh, that's Marie the Fallen One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Dark Souls-ass name for a dual monster. Yeah, really, that, that's cool as hell. <laughs> no, yeah, that was one of the DLC bosses in Bloodborne. Yeah. I want to give a shout-out to to uh, Rebecca's cards, because they're all, like, cool ladies and dragons, and 
That's yeah. just a good deck theme. That's a yeah, good Leon's is, Leon's is technically fairy tales. Yeah, tech- Le- it's 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 secondary it's- fairy tales, primary deviant art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The, uh, the the next like notable card that Leon plays is the Hell House from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like the Hansel and Gretel house. Um, it's got a pair of human lips. It uh grabs uh Rebecca's monster with its big tongue, swallows yeah. it, and then spits it out. But then the monster is the one that's fat. The other one. And yeah. Leon says you. Sh- Leon says you shouldn't eat too much. I'm gonna die. It gets inflated it's... and it gains attack points, but then it dies because it has it, too many attack it inf- points. It inflates too much; it explodes. The gingerbread house feeds it up nice and plump, and oh dear, it kaploo! Pull the trigger, piglet. <laughs> is it next that he plays Cinderella? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's like Cinderella is next. Um, he plays Cinderella. It's just a it's, a it's a little girl. We go through the whole transformation sequence for Cinderella. Yeah. Uh, which also summons a pumpkin carriage. Uh, and her special ability is that she can go barefoot. Barefoot is legal here. And she can <laughs> kick off her glass slippers and attack Rebecca's life points directly. And also and also put a pair of glass slippers on Rebecca's yeah, dragon. Yeah, there are, there are lots of shots of her bare feet in transparent glass. Mm-hmm. And in transparent glass slippers. And uh, do you think there should be a... A retrain of some cards where they just take off their shoes. <laughs> what if, what if, uh, <laughs> what if Dark Magician, what if Dark Magician could take off his shoes? Don't you dare finish the sentence, Dan. I just think that this game could be improved if they could all just relax a bit. This is this is this is my funny George Bush joke. Uh, Cinderella throws her shoes at Rebecca like George Bush got shoes thrown at him. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, uh, somebody please make that edit of Cinderella kicking her shoes at George Bush. <laughs> uh, but what if Blue Eyes took off its claws and there was just regular human feet? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna jump out the window. I mean, I'm on the ground floor, but I'm gonna jump out the window anyway. That's that obviously isn't what happens because we do see one of Rebecca's dragon monsters just getting a nice pair of slippers, and I like that. It is. Yeah. It is. I will admit, this is the one thing that's kind of funny. It's just a, a dragon in like big clawed feet, <laughs> just like big glass slippers that fit it. It is kind of yeah. funny. If it's just right, was the dragon. Yeah, it's important to have nice footwear to look nice for the ball. Uh, there's like a throwaway line about like. Rebecca saying, "I outgrew these stories with my teddy bear." I yeah, just get his like ass. that little shout. I like so that like little shout out to ago. season one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she did have a teddy bear. You're right. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Oh, I wish that had stayed in some sort of capacity. Like maybe give her a hairpin that's a teddy bear. Oh, that would be cute. I like that. Damn, Cassie, you have ideas that are so much better than whatever the hell they put in this show. So she she has a, a not like other girls moment when she says, "Oh, I'm losing to princesses and fairy tales." Ugh. Yeah, it's like I mean, she's twelve. I I'll forgive this. Yeah, yeah. She's, and it's so weird seeing a normal card like Mirror Force beside these anime only and vaguely defined fairy tale cards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I I still do appreciate that they're using regular normal cards. Um. I mean, Mirror Force is just extremely powerful. 
Yeah, I have it in my. Yeah, it in my I mean, deck there's just year. there's just some cards that you can't not have in your deck. Hey, are the fairy tale cards real, Cass? Uh, the fairy tale cards. Some of them, maybe I'll look them up. Okay, because if anyone brings the, the the nasty house, the nasty wolf, I'm gonna excommunicate you in real life. I know for a fact <laughs> the wolf isn't available, at least not currently. Good, it, and it, hey, it, hey, it never will be. Max's rules. <laughs> Look, if, this is my birthday week. I get to decide the rules for once. Oh shit! It's your birthday week. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank uh, you. It's on Saturday. Happy birthday, Xbox. Happy birthday, Xbox. Um, so anyway, like more, I just I just have a note that says giant foot card. Um, y'all want to remind uh, me what the yeah, hell happened Rebecca, that? Rebecca plays like, uh, I forget what it's called. It's it, it's like an actual card, like a magic card. Uh, it's like dinosaur stomp or something. Basically, if you have a dinosaur on the field, you can destroy some other card. And it right. summons a giant foot on like a cartoon leg to, to step on just, one of the things. It's just a big foot, isn't it? It's just just a big old foot. Big dinosaur foot. It's a big scaly foot. Hmm. I mean, that's just what the card art is. It's a big foot. I am genuinely moments from death right now. It's fine. Um, So yeah, Leon's beating ass at the duel. We kind of cut over to Seek, who had just beaten Barry, because of course he did, because he's the best duelist in the world. Mm -hmm. And then the like last part of the episode is the gang finally make it to Kaibalan Chinatown. Um, and I, my, my last note is, this is the biggest Chinese restaurant I ever seen. Yeah. I mean, probably. (laughs) Oh boy. My, yeah. My last note is like, I'm I'm aged by 50 years. Just how do you think I feel? Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Uh. Anyways, Yugi, Yugi opens the doors. He looks inside. Uh, and then we end the episode. Yeah. It's, it's like opening the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. We'll never get to know. Yeah, there's a there's a golden shine God, coming out of it. Only. Yeah, Ooh. if only. If oh God, if only. Do we um, want to talk about video games? Yes, please. God, I want to talk about something else. Yeah, Cass, yeah, take games. us away. Oh wait, um, Queens of Games. Thank you. Mwah. Yeah, Queens of Games. Um, all right, Cass, you want to start us off? I've uh, been playing Borderlands 3. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, been finding some vaults, been fighting with some influences, been getting a lot <laughs> Get of their guns. ass. Oh, which ones? Like, uh, Tyler, Oakley, um, uh, I don't know any no, influencers. They're, they're OCs. Markiplier. Darkiplier. Uh, no, he he was found dead. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Our guy, you have he, to wake up. He's been dead. <laughs> Darkiplier was uh, killed by bandits. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marky Moe. Killed by bandit Keith. <laughs> Poor one out. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's that's been all right. <laughs> Is it as good as the second one? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's probably as good as the second one. It... Oh lags a bit in the middle when you get to Eden 6, but there's some good stuff in on that planet in particular to make up for it. Okay, cool. would you say the writing is, um, like, bearable? Oh, yeah, probably. Wow, that's more than two can say. <laughs> if, if you remember Sir Hamelock from the second game, I he do. has a husband now. Oh, good for him. 
I they feel get like in one of the DLCs. Oh, that's nice. I definitely remember him mentioning either a husband or an ex-husband in like two at some point. Uh, an ex-boyfriend, yeah. Ex-boyfriend. Well, I'm glad that he's found love. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. who's next? Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, hit it. See. What have I been up to? I've been up to a couple different things. I'll, I'll uh, focus on uh, one in particular, which is actually. Uh, playing, uh, I, I'm picking up, picking back up on Yakuza Kiwami again. I've been listening nice. to like a podcast. And nice. Kiwami, Kiwami means extreme. Did you know that? Kiwami does mean extreme. It does. Uh, extreme. Yeah. I'm picking back up on that. I, I, uh, I, uh, let's see, I've done some side stuff. I have, I haven't really advanced the plot since the last time I touched it like a month ago. Uh, but I got to do a bunch of side stuff, and uh, Majima is everywhere. Uh, <laughs> in a big cone. Majima hiding in the sewers. Uh, <laughs> I love him so much. He'll jump down on you from the, the rooftops, like Batman, but with a knife. I mean, yeah, you could kind of compare Kiryu and uh, Majima to Batman and the Joker. Uh, <laughs> Ah, yeah. Kind of, that's not like a shit post or anything. That's like kind of a twisted one. That's like, like the way their personalities bounce off each other. It is kind yeah. of that dynamic. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it. I need to actually play it more. Uh, that's it for now. Uh, who'd like to go next? Max. Okay, whoa, are you good? <laughs> Do you need water? <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm fine, man. Okay, all right. My um, voice cracked a little. Yeah, I mean, whenever my voice cracks, I always, like, like just draw attention to it by saying, oh, my voice cracked. Um, so, I have been playing, oh my god, I've been playing so much Persona 5 Royal. Um, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, hey, I am at literally the end of the game of the first Persona 5. I am on December 24th. Um only a, a nice brisk 115 hours in um and i still got like three more months to go <laughs> because royal adds Damn. a couple more um but like look game good i love turn-based rpgs it's my favorite genre of games and like atlas you know i mean atlas as a company is like doo-doo ass garbage tr- atlas dump, is dump, dumpster fire burn it to hell but the developers of Persona like do a good job. You know, Enshin Megami Tensei do a good job making turn-based RPGs like fun and all that. But like, I hear the translators or localizers to English do a okay job adapting it as well. Yeah, there's there, there's definitely some some parts where like they don't understand what kids talk like. Um, but but yeah, it's like it's nobody it's, understands you know, what kids talk like. Yeah, these damn kids. They don't these say days. how do you do, my fellow kids. Ah, how do you do, my fellow Persona users? I work but, with um, kids at my job, and I don't understand how. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a different language. But I have been playing so efficiently. I've used a guide because I, you know, I played through this game before, so I don't want to have to like go in, like well, not go in blind, but like I'm, I just want to be able to get everything. So I have maxed out every single confidant as of now, like all twenty-two of them, um, and I just have to like start blasting out like the high-level personas like Satan and Beelzebub and whatnot. Um, but hey, good game. I like it. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens in the next semester because I hear it's like actually really, really well written. So I'm looking forward to it. 
See, now this is why I refused to play Persona 5, because I knew there would be a better version that came out. Yeah, you're very wise. You, you predicted Except it. Except I'm not going to play this one either. Yeah, it's look, it's a long game. It's fine. Just, hey, save your time until the greatest game of all time comes out on May 29th. Yakuza 7. Yakuza um, 7. What you got, Argyle? Um, uh, let's see. What have I been doing? I played Skyrim for a little bit. It's Skyrim. You don't need to hear about it. Um, I have put in more time in Skyrim than I have put in any other video game I've ever played. I love that yeah, game so much. Yeah, I, I modded it just a little bit. Uh, just I mean, to, that's like, the make, only way to play. To make unarmed a little bit better. Just like oh, viable God, yeah. at it's all. Like garbage in the base game. Yeah. Um, and I, I got into pickpocketing and also alchemy, which I'd like never done before. Pretty cool. Good way yeah. to make money pickpocketing is like you you can get a lot of experience really really quickly with pickpocketing yeah because all the high value stuff is very light and easy to pickpocket anyways yeah. um so i i don't want to talk about that okay so i'm gonna talk about what else have i been playing not really much else uh i started playing the witcher 3 literally like a few hours ago yeah yeah i wish i could talk more about that because it's a good game uh, you will you will enjoy it. Yeah, I, I played a, I played like the prologue like a few years ago, and okay. I I have all the DLC too. I bought all of it and then just never DLC continued playing the game. Um, I'm playing it. I get I I played a couple games of Gwent. I don't I I I guess I'll try it. Um, the, like the the problem with Gwent is that it's the least fun when you first start out. But, like, you get more, you know, you get a card it's every time you fine. win, so it's like, it, it, it ends up being extremely fun, to, to me, who likes card games and games, so. Sure. Your mileage, it, your mileage it's, sim- it's simple, at least. It's probably better than Caravan. I've never played Caravan. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, yeah. Well, shall we move on to our next episode? Let's move on. Do we have to? Oh god, yeah, right. Uh yeah. episode one hundred and ninety-three for the sub Leon in Fairyland. Part two of uh whatever we said. Uh Yugi Yeah, Yugi opens the, the door to the Chinese restaurant, uh the and some fireworks go off and a gong is banged on by grandpa and <laughs> everybody's everybody's eyes go wide because there's a ton of food all over the tables just Mm, for them just for them uh uh and it's like a big a big feast of chinese food vivian is here and the racist music starts playing yeah she's up on the the like in the banister the Mm -hmm. the banisters rafters that's that's the rafters yeah i was thinking of the thing on the stairs um and she 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 jumps down from way up there, and she's falling very slowly. And it's revealed that uh, Grandpa is helping her down. He's got a, a rope. He also he's, has an he's... outfit change. Yeah, he, he, lo- he looks like glasses. Wang Chung from yeah. uh, Phantom Blood. Yeah, oh yeah. In that he's just like racist. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's God. I don't like any of this. Uh, Grandpa just is shocked and lets Vivian fall on her face. Um, yeah, she beefs it. Rip. And she's like, okay, this is, so this is what happened. Yeah. Uh, 
I cured your grandpa. We're working together. Uh, I went to the hospital and I did a Chinese Kung Fu massage on him and healed his back injury. So in exchange for that, he's working with me uh, to get you to duel me. And we're, we're going to hold my own little tournament right here, just me and you, Yugi. Uh, and I'm going to duel you for the title of King of Games. Uh, and of yeah. course, Yugi refuses because that's stupid and also against the rules. Uh, so Vivian turns to Grandpa uh, and punches him and knocks his back out again. Yeah, she blows his back out in front of everyone. What does she expect to come from this? Getting his, bl- his back blown yeah. out multiple times in one day. God. No, what does Vivian expect from this? Because, like, if she wins this duel and she gets a date with Yugi, nothing's going to come of it. No, well, I mean, wait till the 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 sub is a bit different. I, oh Unfor- god, unfortunately. Not- yeah, sure. Tell oh, us how the sub is different. Yeah, so so, how so the whole time Grandpa's calling her uh, Vivi Chan because he's like all in love with her. He's all Great. horny. He's a nasty horny man. Um, basically, the stakes are that if Yugi loses, um, he will be forced to be her love servant. Hmm. He is Aye. 16. Mm-hmm. Not great. Mm. Pretty uh, bad. Oh. Pretty bad. Oh, no. I mean, you should have at this point, because I we know how not depraved have the that. can be. Shout out to Maddie Blaustein for making this semi-better. Was Maddie Blaustein the voice of Vivian? No, of she, Grandpa. She was, yeah. she was the oh voice of Oh, my God, grandpa. I keep on forgetting. No, the voice yeah, of Yeah, no, in, in the dub, it's literally just, you healed my back, so I'll, I'll work for you for a little wow. bit. Um, no, he's doing it out I'm of not, lust. And, the, and then yeah. she, like... Okay, so she karate chops his back and, you know, blows it out again. But, like, he was in the hospital before and was presumably gonna get fixed. Couldn't they just take him to the hospital again? Well, I don't understand no, the... She she blew his back out so hard that nothing but the strongest pressure point therapy will fix it. She didn't say anything like, oh, I blocked his chakras so he can't, you know, he can't do anything anymore. Like, <laughs> he can't... Grandpa can't reach Avatar State anymore. <laughs> yeah. She used lightning bending yeah. right in the small of his back and, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Owned. Yugi, uh, not being smart enough to see past this idiotic ruse, uh, <laughs> accepts the challenge and, and starts dueling Vivian. He, like, jumps up on the table. It's very fun. Yeah, they're standing on tables while they're doing this. And the gang is just eating the food and watching. Like, they're just, they're, they're, every time it cuts to them, they're just, like, doing cat face and eating Chinese food. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, that's good. But, but after all this, we sort of cut back to the other duel between Rebecca and Leon. Um, and hey, the first, Pot of Greed! Pot of Greed is here! Pot of Greed! Not, Take not, a shot. Not, yeah, not, Pot of Greed! Not, not, not. I've got a that's great official Gatorade, Gatorade, maybe. Graperade? Nope, no liquids here either. I am drinking water, because I'm healthy. Take a sip, babes. Mm. Take a sip. Uh, <sighs> Refrescante. So, she's, like, counterattacking Leon. She's, like, starting to destroy some of his fairy tale monsters. And she gets, like, more determination and motivation from the crowd who's still cheering her on. Um, oh, uh, Rebecca summons, gets into the spirit of the fairy tale stuff and summons Witch of the Black Forest. 
Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Isn't wouldn't that be like a Leon card?" But whatever, he's cool. I like the seer. Um, <laughs> and also, uh, Leon summons Long from Pennsylvania. I did think that. Yeah, it's Tom Thumb. I did think. Yeah, he he kind of looks like Lunk. Yeah. Um, and Rebecca ends up playing. I feel like we've seen it before when she like had that one turn duel with um, Valon in season four, but she plays this cool like diamond headed dragon. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, a, it's like, like a it's a wow mount looking thing, but I like it. Although uh, Leon TFs Tom Thumb into Shrek. <laughs> yeah, look, I just oh, I just don't want to talk about any of the just. I we're almost I'm done. End, I'm we're at the end done. of my rope. Maybe oh, you need a rope of life, which is a card that Rebecca plays in this tour. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Nice, got it. Hey. Um. So back so, in Vivian's. Yeah, back in the racist duel. Yeah, Vivian's got Yugi on the ropes, actually. Like, she is... She has a dragon lady on the field who can attack twice. She looks freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, she looks sick as hell. She's I a love cool dragon th- lady, She's a cool yeah. thunder sword. I like her. Yeah, she can attack twice if she cuts her, like, attack points in half. She can buff it by sending dragons to the graveyard. And she has, like, destroyed all of Yugi's, like, monsters and spell cards mm-hmm. and shit. I so, will say, d- d- despite the faults of these episodes, I appreciate that when we cut back to this duel, it like is already at the end of it. We didn't have yeah. to like two full duels. I would have yeah. been on the spot. Yeah, I I I, spe- I noticed that and was just extremely. Ugh. It's like like thank God, uh, like dodged a bullet so there. Vivian goes in for the kill. She's about to finish Yugi off, but he plays Karibo and and blocks this. Um, oh, yeah, Karibo sacrifice play. Goody. Yeah, and then uh, Yugi does a one-turn kill on her uh, by playing a series of cards. I'm going to kill you in one turn. And starting out, he plays Pod of Greed. Yay! Yay! It's Pod of Greed, everyone. Yay! Once more, no liquids near me. You You should change that cheer to be the Roller Coaster Tycoon cheer noise. Uh, yeah, I I didn't know what it. I I do want to get the children cheering. Thing. Yay! Yeah. Um, um. So yeah, he does. He does a very very sick one turn kill. He does a good combo. He charges his skilled dark magician with spell counters, and then that brings dark magician out, and then yeah. polarization with Buster Blader to make Paula Dean. Dark Paula Dean. <laughs> Dark, Dark Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. <laughs> Forbi- uh, for- show me the forbidden butter. <laughs> Dark Paula Dean is powered up by every dragon that's in both of their graveyards. So since she just discarded four dragons, that gives bus- uh, Dark Paula Dean like 2,000 extra attack points. Yeah. So she is able to just instantly wipe out the dragon lady and all of Vivian's life points in one go. Uh, so It's pretty cool. It's a good combo. Yeah. So Yugi says, please, in exchange for defeating you, please cure my fa- grandfather's sciatica. <laughs> please fix my grandfather's lumbago. <laughs> uh, uh, and, then, and then we cut back uh, to the other duel that I don't care about. Um, and, like, the gang finally show up to cheer Rebecca on. And Leon's yeah, like... And Rebecca says, now with my good luck charm, there's no way I could lose. Oops. <laughs> Famous last words. So Shrek goes bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye, Shrek. We love you. We miss you. Um, 
like, I don't know. He plays some card that, like, gives all of the cards in his hand to Rebecca. And he's like, well, this is the only thing I can do, but I might be able to keep me from, like, let me win unless you draw a monster that has, like, more than 900 attack points. <laughs> but, of course, as we all know, since Leon is a new unique looking character introduced this season he has to win all of his duels until he fights the main bad guy so what can you do maybe he'll defeat Siegfried who knows yeah I god I hope so or maybe Siegfried will just just... like one turn kill him like he did with Rex and Weevil whoever listen are you sure you want Yami to duel Leon I think it would be just a friendly duel he's not a he's not a villain he's not a villain it's fine Siegfried is out of the picture. He's not. He's not causing trouble anymore. He was defeated by a child and humiliated, and he had to go home to Germany. Um, so, I mean, no, I'm starting to see Dan's point, though. I definitely don't ever want to see Leon duel ever again. <laughs> it's fine. He'll use a different deck. It's fine. I hate this kid so much. I hate this show so much. I hate these cards so much. This podcast was a mistake. Um, but he does summon a very cool, like Titty Thorn Princess. Yeah, he summons darts from the previous season. It's just darts again. That's exactly what I wrote down. I was like, huh, darts is back. Cool. Just like darts. Just like darts. And he 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 kills Rebecca. Yeah, he just kills her. Pour one out. We see like Kaiba gets his intel on Zeke. Um, I don't think we like learned anything from it, but Yeah, like, we don't yeah, learn think- anything from it. It's just like Kaiba gets a piece of paper and he's like, huh. Your days here are over, Siegfried. Uh, and, and that's it. Yeah, it's like nothing. I don't know why they included this scene. But, um. Yeah. The gang is mean to Grandpa for being old, and the episode's over. Yeah, Grandpa is like, oh, why is Rebecca so dramatic? And then they, they, they're like, what, what, who are you to talk, Grandpa? Yeah, you got your back one out like five who times. Who is anybody in the show to talk? She just lost to a kid's deviant art deck. Go a little yeah. easier on her. I, Leon does, so once again, piling on the reasons why I hate this kid's guts, Leon does that asshole thing when he apologizes for winning. It's like, go to hell, kid. Like, don't do that. That just makes you seem like a dick. Don't do it. Like, I like Leon. His deck is pretty bad, but I like the kid. Look, there's only room for one little kid who wears shorts, and it's not Leon. (laughs) How dare you wore the shorts that he wore? How dare you stand where he stood? Download my Noah Kaibo Pro Design and Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> oh god, if, if if any of you tweet at the account with a picture of Leon, I'm gonna block you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's the episode though. That's a that was a challenging Those one this episodes. week. It was many are saying that they were episodes. Yeah, but the, these were like even more yeah. fillery than usual, so like yeah. We we really blitz through these. <laughs> We're at I about mean, fifty hey, minutes right now. Hey, what do you think would happen if Arya Stark found her direwolf at Nymeria, and she said, "That's not you," because it had eaten a a person whole and was oh. just sitting there with a big stomach. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Game of Thrones thing? Yes. I don't understand it. My soul is like, this is punishment. I don't know what I did to deserve this. What question? Dan, do you have a segment that can take my mind off of things? Thank God. Please. I have. What is it? A very special. (gasps) What 
of Secret Arts. Oh, nice. hell yeah, that was good! Yes, yeah, it turns out, uh, well, first off, uh, Voice Mod Pro has an option called Titan that I tested out that sounds really good, and I might try it for more of these. Ooh. Uh, I won't need to add reverb in the episode, then, if you do that. Yeah. Uh, I have acquired, uh, a more recent edition of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Official Handbook. Uh, this one was released in 2016 to coincide with the release of Dark Side of Dimensions. Uh, it's, I'm, I've been skimming it a bit, and, uh, it's got quite a lot in here. Like, basically, every bit of, like, lore about, like, dual monsters that you might be interested in, uh, it's got that. I think, I don't think it has, like, all of the, the Dark Side of Dimension stuff, but I think there are some monsters in here that might be from there. And, and also, like, in addition to having, like, character profiles and their monsters, it's got, like, a section called Big Moments. Uh, <laughs> oh, Big Moments. Like... Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu -Oh big Moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just, like, highlights big, like, iconic scenes that happened in these, uh, in, like, the, over the course of the series. Like, the uh, biggest big dragon. Mm. Or big koala, mm. or big tree. It's a lot of big cards in this game. These All cards right. are too big for this little town. I'm gonna read from the opening section, and maybe I'll I'll go into a character profile. Welcome to the world of Yu-Gi-Oh. Monsters Ooh. clash in the heat of battle. Duelists face off against each other. An ancient magic threatens to plunge the world into darkness. Welcome to the world of Yukio, where duelists play a game with roots in ancient Egypt. Our hero is Yugi as a young Yugi Moto, who began his journey in hopes of becoming the best duelist he could be, and ended up saving the world. Yugi's journey was full of ups and downs. He made new friends and new enemies. He won battles and lost battles. He discovered how to duel with some of the most powerful duel monsters ever created. He learned of his connection to ancient Egypt, and through it all, he stayed loyal to the people closest to him. This book is filled with everything you need to know about Yugi and the world of duel monsters. You'll meet Yugi's friends and foes, you'll read stories of amazing battles, and you'll get a closer look at the monsters who are the heart this ancient game. So what are you waiting for? It's time to duel. Ah! Damn. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, skip to a section that doesn't have season five spoilers in it. That's probably good. You're still yeah, big dad. Oh shit! I forgot to. Turn no, it no, off. no! Keep it on. Don't you dare turn that off, Dan. Keep that off. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah. Okay, so I'm done with that. Uh, okay. <laughs> you can hear more of it the next time I read from the Book of Secret Arts. Uh, Questions? 
Yeah, questions. We've questions. got questions. Uh, well, yeah, we have a couple. We have a couple on Discord. Um, so our, our our first question comes from Sidmon in Discord. Hi, Jazz. Who asks? Hi, Jasmine. I think this. I, I think this question is aimed at you, Cass. Considering mm-hmm. Leon's role in the real time fan dub was to be force femmed, what do you think of problematic kinks like that? And who will protect the cis friends? The cis friends don't need protecting. We don't. <laughs> I'm on my own. I don't like. Yeah. I, I'm very. I mean, I understand real time fandom as a concept, but I'm just like very much unfamiliar with them in practice because I haven't like watched them or anything like that. I've only watched the ones for video games. The Resident Evil one, which this is referring to, is very good. It's very funny. Oh, right. that's referring okay, to Leon see, Kennedy. Yeah. When, okay. When I first yeah. that oh, because I asked about Leon because I did when I did post about questions in Discord, I did say <laughs> Leon Kennedy as a goof. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we should be force femming this little kid. Okay, I actually haven't watched that one. I've only watched the Sonic the Hedgehog ones. Uh, like, honestly, I, I don't know a damn thing about a thing. So, Cass, if you could explain a little bit. Honestly, this is probably the wrong forum to talk about force fem stuff. Because, <laughs> well, us, I'm the only out trans woman on this podcast, so. Yeah. Probably a good, there's probably a good podcast you could listen to about it or, you know. I don't know. Look up some uh, some some writing online. Maybe maybe you're into yeah. it. Maybe maybe you'll like it. Do some research. Do some soul searching. As with a lot of trans women from the tens, I have a complicated relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, I <laughs> I feel like there's not uh, many valuable things that I could add. Um, yeah. What else we got? Marshmallow says. Will Grandpa Moto ever have a normal day out? It depends if he deserves it. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. In the uh, dub, he does. In the dub, yeah. he does. In the dub, he does. Yeah. You know, but I he- never got to mention it, but there is, like, a bit where, like, when we see, like, Grandpa in the hospital, like, this, is, this isn't, like, directly related, but it's just a, a bit I liked. Uh, like, Arthur Hawkins, like, goes off to find a doctor, but he... Briefly uh, yes. gets distracted watching uh, Rebecca's duel, and he's like really proud of his granddaughter, and that's some good. That's some good that's grandpa good. energy. <laughs> and also, when he returns to the hospital room where Grandpa is supposed to be with the doctor, the doctor says, "Oh, I guess someone cured him. I'll send you the bill." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the American healthcare system, folks. <laughs> ah! Uh, somebody else cured him. We're still gonna charge you, baby. We gotta charge you for the bed, the sheets. The, the pain pill that we gave him. Alright, um... And I think, next question, I don't know if this is the last one, but I'll, I'll scroll as we're answering it. Morg, um, Char Izard on Discord asks, Leon is, Leon is a very Animal Crossing name, so it makes me think, what would the main character's Animal Crossing personalities be, and what are their animals? Hmm. Well, the thing is, I have written an extensive thing on the personas of every character, and while some of them mm-hmm. might have to be changed for Animal Crossing, uh, I'm gonna just like pull up my notes that would on what would be useful to take in. So I- look, Dan. After this episode, I don't want to take in anything ever again. Hello. <laughs> I think that Leon would be like a fairy tale character, like a pig or a little bear. Oh, he yeah. would be a little bear. No, yeah, little bear definitely tracks. Mm. 
I mean, he's not a main character. I don't care about him. I'll push him off a cliff. Yeah, let, let's to. go over some new characters. Like, uh, Siegfried. Uh, Siegfried I is... just want to go straight for a tiger because of Siegfried and Roy. Right, yeah. Yeah. I but think... I think maybe, like, a horse or no, something. No, he has... I think he has deer energy with, like, a big ol' antler. Oh, yeah. He's definitely got, yeah. like, deer energy. Yeah. He's got that, uh... Drama. And he's definitely the smug personality type. Oh, of yes, of course. Absolutely. Um, um, let's see. Yugi and Yami are cats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, Yugi, is a, Yugi is a house cat. Yami is a, t- is a lion. Well, hmm. Jordan said Yami would be an Egyptian. Because, like, and you realize thematically, ah, oh, yes, I understand. Uh, let's see. At this point, I'm just, like, reading off what people in the Discord say. What about um, Grandpa? What about Grandpa be? Grandpa, oh god, um, Grandpa would be a mangy old cat. Yeah, he would still be a cat because he's Yugi's grandpa and he has the I same think he'd hair. Be a yeah, hamster. he would be. He would be just like a nasty cat. I think he'd be. He'd a be a. He'd be. He'd be a 1998 uh, old Deuteronomy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, he would be 2019 old Deuteronomy, but the unpatched version with the human hands. <laughs> with the human hands. Breakfast Ooh. says that Pegasus would be either a bear or, f- or a flamingo, and I can think. I think we can safely say that there is no way Pegasus is a bear. Yeah, he's not yeah. a bear. Yeah, come I on, got him. <laughs> he's not <laughs> even <laughs> an otter. Like, come on. I really love Morg's uh, opinion of Pegasus being a unicorn. No, I. I also think he has big horse energy. Yeah, he's a horse guy. Oh. He's a horse. He's a horse guy. Um. Just horse guy things. Just ho- just little just little Pegasus things. I mean, a Pegasus is a horse with wings, so it, it checks out. Yeah, um, yeah. Shampoo doesn't expire, baby. Oh no, no. See, here's the thing. He would be a horse, but like you know, like how there's a unicorn in Animal Crossing. He would be a Pegasus within Animal Crossing, like a horse with a little like wing accessory. Um, uh, Marshmallow asks on the question post: uh, Battle of the Babies. Who's the most baby? <laughs> oh, I must have missed that. I oh, mean, right. absolutely. There is no other answer other than Yugi. Yugi. Yeah, yeah. He's the Yugi. most baby character in the universe. I mean, I think the most baby character in Yu-Gi-Oh is Baby Dragon. Um, All right. Uh, I mean, Baby Dragon is a is nominally a baby, but his behavior does not does not like reveal that of a baby. He's just he's a baby as a formality. What about Red Eyes Black Chick? Red Eyes Black Chick. Is that like Babby Dragon for Red Eyes? Uh, yeah, I'm going to paste it in the scheduling. Uh, no, the Worms chat. Okay, that's pretty baby. The thing is it's that baby looks, baby looks a little harmful here. I don't want to get lit on fire, and I know that Be- Yugi wouldn't light me. Yami might, but Yami's no, not baby. No, it's just a tiny little wisp of flame. Come on. It won't hurt you. I don't want to get burnt. It might just like send your eyebrows a little bit. but it's I'm heat enough. sensitive. If we're talking mm. about babies, if we're including dual monsters, like, Karibo is the most baby. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Uh, no uh, doubt. I don't know, I feel like Karibo is an adult. And, like, a mature adult, but just, like, isn't taken seriously because of how he looks. Alright. Hmm. That's about it for questions this week. This podcast is off the rails. We can end it. Yeah, let's let's end this. Let's put me out of our misery. Um, hey Cass, where can we find you? 
Okay, uh, you can find me on Twitter at WhatIsCosplay. You can also commission me to write fanfic. The link's through there in my links post. So, fanfic, prose, short stories, whatevers. Uh, you can also find me on Strangers Fiction with uh, regular guest of the show, Dan. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, I can... I I have uh, art. I have uh, Twitter. I have... Um, shit. I have other podcasts I'm on, like the Sonic Shuffle, a holistic and random lore, Sonic lore podcast where we change, where we change the uh, continuity being discussed every week. That's everything, actually. Oh, and Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Yo, what's up? It's your boy. It's Argyle. You know, I already know who it is. Uh... You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also, uh, if you like my voice, or even if you don't, you can listen to me elsewhere on my Yakuza podcast. It's called Like a Podcast. I do it with friend of the show, Jordan. You can find that on Twitter at Podcast Gagotoku. That is Podcast G-A-G-O-T-O-K-U. And that's it. Pretty cool. And I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion, and you can find my other podcast, Wow Cool Robot, on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. It's a show about Gundam, and we're doing the first one, Gundam 0079, aka Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, hey, robots are pretty freaking cool, as, as far as I'm concerned. Hell yeah! Wow, cool um, robot. Yeah, and you can find us at you got Sarah into Gunpla. You know, Physi- physical real life gunpla. I got Sarah into like the Kabuki theater of gunpla. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at Pod of Readcast, and you can find us on Tumblr at podofread.tumblr.com, and you can find our Discord at kaiba.online. Um, and you can find me in hell because that's where I am now. This episode <laughs> killed me. Or you can find uh, Max in the in the uh, wolf's stomach. Oh no. I put my grandpa face down and ass up and in my podcast. Bye. Thanking you for listening, but this has been Pod of Greed, a first-rate podcast with first-rate hosts. You can catch us next time. Now, Blue Eyes, away! Yeah!